Fellow humans, we're going to talk about the scale of independent thinking, critical thinking. How likely are you to think for yourself? How likely is it that the beliefs that you hold, the mental habits you have, the things that you think you know, that probably direct your everyday life, how you vote, how you invest, et cetera, how likely is it that that came from independent critical thought? And how likely is it that it came from analogy, from people around you, or from someone you don't know that you watched in a video or on TV or on a podcast, et cetera? Let's assume that on the far left and excuse any correlation to political affiliation, but this is just where my brain went when I was writing this. On the far left, let's assume of this scale, you have pure mainstream media thinking and you basically parrot exactly what the mainstream parrots and politicians and the mainstream media. On the far, far right, you have purely independent critical thought where you've gone into each research, you've gone into each topic, you've done your research, you figured out exactly what this thing is or this topic and what the best way forward is, what the most available up-to-date information is on this and what is likely to be the truth. And at the very least, you're thinking from a first principles perspective. Now you're somewhere in between that. You got the far left, far right. Again, whatever, politics ruined this analogy, but everything generally is some kind of bell curve, right? So everybody's somewhere in the middle up here and then some are more to the far right, which you could say are the outliers and then the far left are the outliers as well. Although it's actually not even outliers because the far left, most people are on that scale. So we can't actually use a bell curve to represent this. It's more like probably a linear linear scale. Uh, I didn't pay attention in school, especially math. So forgive me. Most of the math that I know I've taught myself in my adult years, but it's one of those graphs that likely converge to the right or the left. And in my opinion, should be going up to the right because that's where you want to be, right? So you're somewhere on that spectrum. Here's a quote that prompted this piece today. From Naval Ravnikant, one of my favorite thinkers alive today. If you eat, invest, and think according to what the news advocates, you will end up nutritionally, financially, and morally bankrupt. So you probably can guess where I think you should be on this scale and what you should aspire to. You should not be closer to the mainstream. You should be as far away from the mainstream as possible. And if you've been following my work, you know that that's exactly how I view the world and that's exactly what I recommend and that's exactly where I think everybody should be, as far away from the status quo as possible. Because like this quote, if you're hovering around the status quo in any area, uh, maybe it's your job, maybe it's your finances, maybe it's your investment strategy, maybe it's your health, maybe it's how you vote. If you're hovering on the mainstream, the mainstream is broken. The mainstream, the average is overweight, sick, depressed, probably in a job he or she doesn't like, probably lacking meaning, in his or her life and looking for outlets. So trying to fill that void with consumerism and political bickering and tribalistic nonsense that comes from all the mainstream, which is just fear propaganda and a way for the elite to maintain their power. So you should be as far away from that as possible. Yes, that's what I believe. But that's kind of mainstream and politics and whatever. Let's just talk about for effectiveness. Where do you want to be in your life? Do you want to be happy? Do you want to be successful? Do you want to be healthy? Do you want to feel good? Do you want to have energy? Do you want to live a long time doing all these things? Do you want to wake up and every day feel like, wow, this is a gift to be alive? Or do you want to wake up and being a negative Nancy, complaining, bitching, groaning, moaning? Yeah, the world's messed up. It is. I talk about it all the time. I'm actually getting away from talking about it. I don't want to talk about how messed up the world is. I want to talk about how to be better. That's what we're about here, the better human. So we do have to find the positivity in the negativity. We have to focus on the positivity. 
And for you, you have to focus and converge upon your own thinking, your own research, rather than accepting what you've been taught, what the people around you accept and live their lives based on, and even more so than what the mainstream media and the government and big corporations and the elite and people that literally benefit from keeping you sick, depressed, and unaware. So I believe you should get as far to the right of the spectrum as possible. You should, for everything you do, think for yourself. Do your own research. Now, everybody says that. Do your own research. But what does that mean? I'm going to do my best to explain that here. The reality is this is not a very popular message because I mean, I'm basically attacking the average person, right? The, the status quo, which is what, which is where most people live. They're comfortable there because they don't want to think too hard. They don't want to do the energy to do the research and buy the books and invest the time. Maybe they're not curious enough. Maybe they got other things going on. They got bills to pay, whatever. I get it. But you're listening to this because you want more than that. You don't want average. And if you don't want average, if you want an exceptional life or exceptional health or exceptional finances or what the F ever you want, it requires you to do the work and go as hard and deep as you can to get there. So when I say do your own research, this is what I mean. Find a hundred YouTube videos on every side of the equation. Find a hundred books on every side of the topic, right? Some that are for, that are against, whatever. A lot of these books should be history. Find maybe research papers, but that requires you even understanding how to read research and that's definitely a tricky thing, so I can't really get into that here. Listen to a bunch of podcasts. Go to the first principles of these things. So if you're listening to a podcast where somebody's spitting some big ideas you've never heard and they're citing quotes and they're citing historical examples, maybe they're even using some math, maybe they're talking about philosophy and Socrates, whatever it is, Make notes about what they're telling you and then go investigate that on your own. So maybe Socrates is an interesting figure. Maybe Stoicism catches your ear because you keep hearing it from a lot of successful people talking about how it's the most amazing philosophy they've ever found, which is exactly what I believe. So you go read some books on Stoicism. Then somehow you get into economics, you get into money, you get into you know the stock market, finance. Now, let me just tell you, that is a very convoluted place to discuss, to, to wade around. That is a very, very complicated place to wade through. And I would highly recommend looking, if you want to shortchange that process, look into the history of money, look into Austrian economics, and pretty much ignore Keynesian economic nonsense theory. And then I would also recommend looking at history and socialism and communism and collectivism. I would highly recommend reading Ayn Rand. Yeah, it's no matter how you spin it, it's going to be hard work. Now, I'm going to give you a few examples here of how broken the status quo is so that you can maybe just at least wake up to it, right? Because like, I can't just tell you all the things that you should research and I can't tell you what you should think or whatever. I can only point you in some directions and to be able to even be pointed in those directions, to be able to even see the path towards a first principles, independent thought way of life, to even be able to get there ever. You have to first see where you're at now and you have to be able to see through the BS around you. That's really hard to do. So I'm gonna give you some examples of why you've been lied to. You've been lied to probably your whole freaking life. The things you were taught in school and college, especially college, because that's when you're kind of old enough to think you're smart and you think you know things. And then these professors come in and they tell you, you know, this is how it is or whatever. They cherry pick data, whatever. Uh, Pretty scary because those are sometimes the hardest things to unlearn. I didn't go to college. I didn't pay attention to high school. So I was fortunate to come out of 
my my formal education and basically be like, I'm an open slate. Like, I don't know anything. So I don't really have any sacred cows I got to kill. I'm just like, I want to be successful. And so I just gobbled up information. And what worked, I kept. And what didn't, I let go. So I was fortunate that way. So you might have a lot of unlearning to do. But let's look at a couple examples here. Let's look at a couple examples here. So they told you meat is bad. They still tell you this. It's amazing. It's literally amazing. Meat is the actual best food you can eat. They told you fat, salt, cholesterol are bad for you. They still try to tell you this. They aren't. These are some of the most important nutrients your body needs to thrive. Not just survive, but literally thrive. They say carbs are good. It should be the base of the food pyramid. Well, guess what? That supports the processed food industry, doesn't it? Because that's where most of the carbs are. Carbs for most people are just an addiction and they lead to fat gain and they lead to distortions in appetite. They lead to a lot of things that, yes, some people can manage them and do them, whatever, but they're usually few and far between. People think that doctors are good and know everything. This is actually just a modern marketing marvel. Doctors were never trusted because they used to kill people all the time. And through advancements in technology, medicine, things like this, like they've come a long way for sure. But this idea that doctors know better than the average person or that doctors have read every research paper ever put out there, it's completely and utterly ridiculous. And then doctors have incentive because they're in bed with big pharma. And a lot of healthcare is actually sick care where they just give you a pill. This is very well understood. No conspiracies here. This is how it works. And like, I get it. Most doctors go to medical school where it is quite literally a school of drug dealing. How to become a legal drug dealer. That's what medical school is. And if you're a surgeon, well, that's different. That's surgery. The average doctor, like a practicing, just general practitioner doctor is in the business of seeing sick people, giving them a pill to mitigate their symptoms. And those symptoms are caused by poor lifestyle and poor nutrition. Most of which doctors don't even understand. I know how to fix it. I've fixed it myself. I've seen other people around me fix it themselves. I've helped other people fix their health. I've basically stolen patients from doctors in the sick care and big farm industry by helping them take control of their nutrition, eat an animal-based and socially appropriate way of eating, and then get off all the drugs and stop going to the doctor. Another example here, that's obviously a hot take in the current environment. Vaccines have saved countless lives. Absolutely. Vaccines have also killed people. There's been a lot of complications with them. They're not a panacea. But here's the other thing. This is the thing about vaccines nobody talks about. The rise of vaccines coincided with the rise in sanitation, modern treatment of water and water treatment practices, and also getting that to major cities in a place like America, for example. Sewage, rather than dumping our waste into the lakes where we get our water from, which is exactly what they used to do, we have all these advanced, very expensive, very innovative, even then and now, solutions to be able to have clean water And to be able to have a place for our waste to go so that it doesn't get back into our food and water supply. Vaccines were going up around this time. And so was the sanitation innovation. You could even say sanitation revolution. And there's a lot of books written about this, but you should look very closely at the history. Basically, all those lives saved that people think vaccines were responsible for is mostly just been improvements in sanitation. There is actually no medicine. Penicillin's up there though. That's pretty big. But there is no medicine or vaccine or treatment that has saved more lives and prevented more death and sickness than clean water and waste management. Period, full stop, hands down. The number doesn't even come close. Yet if you ask the average person, they wouldn't even know about that story. 
one more example of the mainstream and the status quo not being the full truth and in 2021 actually being cherry-picked and propagandized. Here's another one. Democracy is good and necessary. Well, guess what? No, governments are good and necessary. No, not exactly. In fact, if you look through history, all it is is a bunch of governmental experiments that just eventually fail, right? That's why they're always coming and going. Democracy, as Lenin said, is indispensable to socialism because he knew that it eventually became mob rule. And then when the mob got to vote, they would vote someone in power that would appeal to them. And then that person that would get that power then would then basically become a tyrant. That's why mob rule is always basically telling someone else how to live, like the majority telling everyone else how to live through violence. And the American experiment, for example, people think we're a democracy. It's amazing. America is a constitutional republic. If we didn't have a constitution and a bill of rights, very, very important that we have that bill of rights, actually, we'd be actually so more socialist and probably full-blown communist or Marxist at this point. I believe half of the GDP of America, the gross domestic product, I'm pretty sure is government. 50 freaking percent. It's insane. America is socialist at this point. We're just kind of like this weird hybrid, like capitalist, socialist, like we pretend we're capitalists in a free market, but we're really not. We're kind of that way. We're kind of not. It's probably one of the greatest lies today. And that also feeds into all the money printing and the control of the currency, which we won't get into today. But if you follow my stuff, you know that I'm a big believer in Bitcoin. Bitcoin's going to change the world and the toxic money and the, the bad it does in the world is the reason that Bitcoin is so needed. It was so necessary. It's why it's a uh, modern marvel that's going to change everything. These are just some examples of things people readily accept and they have no idea. They don't know the origin story. I mean, in fact, you want to be pretty scared? Look at the origin story of circumcision. I have two boys. We had the doctor scheduled to come to the house to circumcise my son, Daro. And early in the morning, Allison woke me up and bawling her eyes out saying she couldn't do it. I'm glad she didn't. Look at the origin story of Kellogg, the guy that created the Kellogg cereal and all his very crazy religious views about where he believed he, you should sew the head of a boy's penis shut so that he couldn't masturbate. Like absolutely disgusting, child abuse, ridiculousness that was accepted because people don't know any better and they created these really bad ideas and they always use God as a justification. Look at the Salem wish trials. Look at what used to happen if you didn't like your neighbor and it was a woman. You could tell the inquisitors that... Uh, Inquisitioners, inquisitors, I don't know what they're called, but they're the dudes that basically caught witches, right? Some made up power position sent by the church. They would go torture the woman until she confessed and then they would burn her at the stake for confessing. Now, I don't know about you. I've never been tortured that way. I got a pretty good idea though that I probably would say anything to make it stop. And I'm sure you would too. The amount of people that have been killed, raped, pillaged, exiled, ridiculed, attacked over some ridiculous idea that some other person came up with. Race, religion, you know, this skin color better than that skin color. Look back through history. Look back through history to be aware of how absurd the status quo has been. Because at every different epoch, in different periods of time, in different areas, it was okay to attack people, to rape them, to do whatever. That's how they were chasing the Jews out of the Germany. They, the government incentive, the government encouraged you to attack Jewish businesses and rob from them and do whatever you wanted to do. Get them out. Same thing in America with blacks. When you put your faith in the mainstream, you're putting your faith quite likely on the wrong side of history. If you think for yourself though, and you come to universal truths, the truths are there. You have to find them. 
they're hidden below. They're not out in the public. People aren't talking about them. They aren't thinking about them. It's not what you hear on TV. It's not what you see in Hollywood. In fact, without the internet and this explosion of the ability to speak for yourself, people like me, people like, you know, let's say Joe Rogan, other people like that that have big brands, they wouldn't have a platform. We'd be still stuck in this paradigm of like, country come, country go, country come, country go, tyrant come, tyrant go. And even with the internet, which has now become a proxy for censorship and big tech, and they just control everything now. You know, if we didn't have Bitcoin, I'd be very worried because the internet was supposed to democratize all this and like bring information to the masses. And all it's done is created more consolidated power structures to control the public. Bitcoin is again, the Trojan horse is going to change everything. So for you, you got to go deep and do the research. You got to look hard and you might not like what you find. Like it might be painful. You might have to, not even might, you absolutely will have to kill things that you hold dear, kill those sacred cows. You'll have to admit to yourself that you were wrong or you were led astray, but that's okay. That's good. That's a sign that you're growing. So that's going to be it for today's show. You can support us by checking out today's featured advertising partner. Only people that I trust and only companies of products that I use will ever come on the show ever. And this one is from my good friend, Barton, who's got a company called Upgraded Formulas. I take the iodine, the magnesium, and I did the hair test, which I recommend everybody do. Very, very good stuff. Use code BETTERHUMAN for 15% off your entire order. Get your minerals right. I highly recommend the test as well. And they have a package where you can get the test and you get some of their core minerals like the magnesium and iodine, which most people are deficient in. And you get that now to start working on your levels. Then when your test comes in, you know exactly what you need to optimize for. It's so amazing. It's so groundbreaking. I mean, the future of supplementation is definitely testing. So, you know, might as well get it in there now because then you know likely... If you're like anybody, you have an average diet, an average amount of food you eat and don't eat and eat out, whatever, you probably have a pretty good glimpse now of what mineral problems you'll always have moving forward. So then you know what supplements that you can prioritize. So good. So impressed. And the test is simply some hair that you put in a little card and you send it to them in the mail. It could not be a simpler test. Most tests I've found are pretty invasive and annoying. And like I have multiple tests that I haven't even done because it's just like a pain in the ass to do it. Not upgraded formulas. Highly, highly, highly recommended. And you get to support the show as well. Check out my new project, The Better Human Company, over at betterhuman.world. We're going to save the world. We're going to bring freedom and prosperity through Bitcoin to as many people as possible and empower them from the ground up. Not from a top-down charity-based approach, from the ground up. If we can empower humans, that erodes the power of the elite in these jurisdictions that people are unfortunately beholden to. That's how we're going to change the world. And I'm really, really excited about dedicating the second part of my life to that. You can learn more over at betterhuman.world. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next one.